Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide, welcome in to episode number 176. You know the vibes of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful Monday of bets. Cannot thank you enough for stopping by. We'll probably say it about 15 more times over the course of this absolutely loaded show. But but before we get into that aforementioned loaded show, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you're watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well. So you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. But if you are watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that follow or like button there as well. So you never miss any of our additional social media content. But we never forget about you audio listeners. If you are listening on your favorite podcast or directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket hey if you could be so kind while you're watching today's show you got a couple extra second and you can find it in your heart to do so go ahead hit that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live Maybe hit that share button, send it on over to your brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned degenerate, and they enjoy cash and tickets themselves, because that's what we do here at the TTL Pod, and we can't tell you enough how much we appreciate it when you do all of those things, because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, Head on over to this episode's description. Not that, that's my name. This episode's description down there where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew's social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that in one easy location, however and whenever you please. 
ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 176 on December 6th. I mean, that's interesting. It would be even cooler if it was 12-6, but it's still got a 6 in it. How about that? I don't know where I'm going with all of this. What I know is it's absolutely gorgeous Monday over here on my end of the world. But there is another end of the world that we need to check in on that I have failed to do so right now, and we got to find out. No further hesitation, no further delay on this end of the map. Let's bring in the man who co-hosts this podcast with me, much like he does the Wise Words podcast, the Cup of Joe on Campus podcast, and grazes me and you all with his presence on any other TTL social media or content you may find. You know him as the man. The myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and my friends, please, let's not ever forget the TTL's resident South Sider and Cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing fantastic. It is good to be back after the long weekend. I am ready for today's show, man. We've got a uh, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, NFL game of the season on tonight's slate. Dare we uh, say. We both got some picks on it going today. So I'm juiced for today's action, my man. Like I said, good to be back. Good to see you on the other side of the screen over here. So I'm ready to get rocking and rolling with the old uh, Monday podcast train to get steaming down the track, my friend. Well, it's great to have you on here with me, as always, partner. Uh, no glitching, no uh, stitching, no goofiness on your end of the world, my friend. You look absolutely gorgeous over there. Thanks it? for joining me and uh, all of them out there with your presence here today. Um, before we go any further, you know we're a full transparency show. We always like to recap the uh, best bets of the day from our previous day. Obviously, didn't have a uh, pod yesterday, but we did have NFL Sunday, so we got to talk a little bit about that. Maybe also, too, we talk about a little uh, little in-between of our college football cards and our college basketball cards from over the weekend here, too. So, without further ado, my friends, please turn your attention behind the crew. Well, not quite possibly yet. I mean, that would be cool. Shout out Circus Sports. We always appreciate you guys uh, for allowing us to use uh, your sports book here as uh, our background. But um, that is not either here nor there. Why I am uh, wasting so much time here with my production duties is because the screen was flashing all over the place. And you know how I feel about that for our epileptic viewers. So now you will not have to worry about any flashes on your screen. It's going to be nice and easy. So now turn your attention behind the crew for the first time today. You will see our NFL best bets for week 13 right behind us. Oh, Mags. Oh, Mags. If I could if I could touch you right now, I'd give you a hug, buddy. I, hey, oh, fuck. 0-3 oh, on the day. The teaser loses. 49ers lose. Ugh. And then the under Damn near gets blown out. Well, yeah, pretty much got blown out in the first half. I mean, it was over. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what the hell happened. Um, I I love the under two. I was all over it with you, my man. Uh-huh. I ended up putting it on my balcony bets parlay. I won't. Yeah, I'll say it. It was the only leg that didn't cash oh. on my balcony bets parlay. Plus 11,833 odds, oh. and we couldn't get it to the pay window because of that stupid under I loved it, my man. It, it, I can't I believe that. I sacrifice to get the Lions yeah. their first win in the yeah. entire fucking yeah. season. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah that's you kind did, of the weekend did, it was for me, man. You did everything right, Mags. You did everything <laughs> right. It is not your fault. You did everything right. The gambling gods were just not yeah. looking in our favor. Um, however, across the board, I went 2-0. So if Hail. you did tail those as well, did do pretty well. Dolphins took care of business. If you got it early, watched Friday's show. 
or they also took care of the six and a half as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, football team won the game outright. I ended up putting that money line on the parlay. Again, that parlay was sick nasty, um, but we'll get another one. No problem. That's why we're in this fucking game. That's why we do what we do. But without further ado, there you go. There you have it. The TTL Cruise Best Week 13 NFL Bets or NFL Best Bets. However the hell you want to say it. I don't care. You saw them. We don't hide them from you. Mind a goldfish for my partner. I'm going to keep the steam moving and grooving, if you will, because I also had a 3-0 and day yesterday in college basketball. Cashed a three-leg Hi. parlay on that bad boy, if you tailed. I hope you tailed on that one. Um, was uh, Let's see, what else did we do on Saturday? Or, I guess, before we get on that, how did you do yesterday? You do any college basketball or college football yesterday? I stuck with NFL. I actually had a couple winners off the uh, uh, away from obviously what those winners were. I ended up taking Steelers plus four and a half. I tailed you on the Dolphins there, and yeah. then uh, I did a late add on the Chiefs minus eight and a half, and that one was a winner. As far so. as Saturday, man, I had a decent day college football, but worst day of the year by far on college basketball. I had been talking us up uh, for a solid week about how hot we yeah. were on Saturdays for college basketball, and it was a rough yeah. one for me, my friend. Yeah. I uh, I I can kind of concur with you. Not a hundred and fifty percent. My my college football day was pretty bad. I mean, I went one and three or one uh. and two. That's why I didn't give out many plays. I just wasn't overly confident. But I gave out three that I was super confident in, and Houston couldn't get it done. That over just didn't end up. Oh, this was so close to going over in that pit in uh, Wake Forest game. Sam. Old Sam just couldn't get the ball in the end zone enough times for Wake Forest. But, hey, nice easy cash for you there with uh, Pitt minus three and a half. You love to see that. But, uh, the Big, co- Ten, uh, Big Ten championship over. You had to uh, check the yeah, temperature. Money. Cash <laughs> money cash taking it. over the 9-9. Nine, nine. <laughs> you better believe it. Speaking <laughs> of, money moves Monday. Also, yeah, um, Sunday – I did, or Saturday, I did pretty solid. I cashed that NAU ticket. The hashtag fade Idaho State train is yeah, in full hell? effect, um, 150%. If NAU can beat them, anybody can fucking beat them. So Seriously. we're going to keep doing that. <laughs> Middle Tennessee gave Murray State all they could fucking handle, 93 yeah. to 87 as an 11.5 point dog. Take note of Middle Tennessee. They're going to be solid. What did you have about uh, Idaho State? I was about to say, I, I would even say take uh, take my fade Mississippi Delta Devils, Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils against these Idaho State boys, man. I think Quite they are possibly. as bad as anybody. Hey, uh, you know, now that you say that, they are pretty that, – that might They're even bad. be something we need to think about. So if we ever see that game, we are going to have a specialized segment for the Mississippi State – Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils against the Idaho <laughs> State Bengals. Uh, also, Youngstown State, they're turning into a wagon. Yep. I told you it was just kind of fugazi. The books had to honor Green Bay's performance on uh, the day or on Friday, but they mm-hmm. were just going to be tired. 82-58, that game ended up finishing. Uh, Youngstown State closes the plus one and a half. Um, BYU ended up being pretty easy, 74-68. Missouri State tried to scratch and claw back in the game, cash that. I mean, I don't mean to go back, uh, go all the way down here, but your boy, the <laughs> mid-major king, is fucking hey. cashing tickets right now. I'm, I'm all over the map. Um, I'm, I'm on it. Air Force. I knew you were with me on that one. Uh, Cleveland State, 10-point win is two and a half point dogs. I mean, as long as the books keep overvaluing these motherfuckers, like these Seriously. teams are good. Like BYU, Cleveland State, Georgia State. I thought was gonna do something. Maybe I undervalued Mercer. I don't know, man. What I do know is I'm seeing some shit now. I love the way college basketball's feeling. I actually love today's card, while many people are, oh, this is the worst card I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. <laughs> well, it's all about in the eye of the beholder. You don't love the card. Make the card love you, pal. I think that is uh, the great words of at 
Dan, Big Cats Cats, we appreciate the hell out of you and your services yes. here on the internet, my friend. Um, all of that being said, partner, enough gabbing. What the f- do we have going on to uh, today's show? Well, I'm so glad you asked because uh, I'm the man to tell you. Our Mag's Best Bets, first segment of the day. He's got three picks coming your way. I may or may not have been lining up with him before we even talked pre-show meeting, said, hey, here's what's going down. We said, all right, we're just going to go right ahead and make this a crew play. So technically, I got four best bets, but really, I only got three because we're going to make one of ours that I'm lining up with a crew play. If that's all crazy, we'll just say, hey, Mags has three plays. I got four plays. Um, All that being said, once we get through those, we will get into today's special play of the day, my friends. Oh, excuse you over there, Mags. Today's special play of the day. I might have flipped the mic, guys. uh, For sure. The Monday (laughs) Madness parlay monday madness basketball parlay you might uh oh oh actually no we added a leg i totally forgot no no because no, no, no mags no. i ask you are <laughs> are we hockey sharps now you know who's to say but yes absolutely we are hockey sharps now did not uh have not dove too deep in the nhl all season long and now we're uh you know we're just cashing the legs with what parlays without uh without really much a sweat at all so uh what do i know? heat check little heat check today, yeah, on the hey, old Monday hey, Madness parlay, hey, my man. Hey, and maybe we have found a trend. Hey, one one is coincidence, two is for certain, three is a damn trend. So, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see what's happening. We'll see what's happening. But Monday Madness parlay features one college basketball leg, three NBA legs, and for a grand total of five legs, that one aforementioned NHL leg. You're going to have to stick around to get that over 18 to 1 odds payout special play, my friends. You guys are going to have to chill out for a little while because we'll talk about it. Then we will recap all the best bets of the day. We'll talk about Max plays again, my plays, special play one more time. You get a chance to hammer it in on your favorite sports book. We'll then dive into the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-popular, ever-powerful cubicle objects that be the Moneyline Dice. They're going to be uh, lacing up their own skates tonight, too, and going to the ice. They're uh, roll, or, uh, yeah, rolling for the matchup mm-hmm. between the Penguins and the Kraken. We'll tell you all about that game once we get to the fifth or fourth segment of the day, whatever that, yeah, that'll be the fourth segment of the day. Then uh, that'll segue us into the second half of the show, technically fifth segment with A, B, C, and D attached to it, our mag sidebar, our usual back-and-forth banter, the daily leans, and the always popular and important TTL announcements. It's where the nitty-gritty comes out, second half of the show, we get a little wild, and then we'll wrap things up. Last segment of the day, my motivation minutes. Got the first of the two weekly John Wooden quotes coming at you here today. And I got one of the uh, most tried and true ones that I'm sure we've all heard. And Mags didn't even know this was one of his before the show. So I'm sure we've all heard it somehow, some way. And it's actually the first quote I ever heard from him that made me uh, really, yeah, 100% fall in love with the man that is John Wooden. He is uh, one of the legendary coaches out there. And yeah, it's, uh, it's one of his original ones. So stick around for that one. This one means a lot to me. If you need a little inspiration, motivation to get you on through this Monday. But outside of that, that's what's coming here today, episode number 176. Before we kick things off here, partner, what say you? Anything else from that end of the Windy City? I don't think so, dude. I mean, we got some uh, fishy movement as far as the Bulls, I'm sure we'll talk about. Can't bet in Illinois, Iowa, the old uh, biggest game of the college basketball slate as far as the old... uh, you know, the big games, big guys are concerned. Thanks, but, uh, we JB. We appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you for keeping us safe from betting our college teams. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Okay, last item of business. 
to me. Hey, hey, hey. To you, young man over there. And to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Monday of bets. Take your sip. And partner, I got to change it in the ticker first. So hold on one second. Let me take okay. this. Okay, okay. Take it. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Hey, that might be the best cup of, or sip of Joe I think I had in in months. That, some, something's in the air, Mags. Something's in the air, okay. Mags. Okay, here we go. First segment of the day. Our Mags, best bets of the day. Told you he's got three coming at you. We're already lining up on one before we even told each other what we were betting on today. So without further ado, partner, fire it up. Let him have it. And as always, you have the floor. I appreciate you, my man, and I will kick things. Actually, should I start with my NBA one, get that one out of the way, and then we'll uh, segue into the NFL game? Spectacular idea, my friend. All righty. So, NBA side of things for me today, I'm taking, it's going to sound like an ugly, ugly matchup, but I think it's a tremendous amount of value tonight. You got the Oklahoma City Thunder going to the Detroit Pistons. Now, I know, like I said, it's going to sound pretty damn ugly. You didn't tell me I needed a barf bag. Holy shit. Yeah, you know, I I, I get it. I get it. The Pistons are 4-18, and I think, straight up. But I'm taking them damn Pistons, minus five, hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder. This Oklahoma City Thunder team is an absolute dumpster fire right now. This is not a fade because if you will so kindly remember a uh, Memphis Grizzlies win where they set an NBA record for a 73-point win, that losing team was the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is not a straight fade because that just happened to the Oklahoma City Thunder. If they had lost by 20, 30, 40, I'd be still, I'd still be doing this exact same thing here. Uh, because it's not even, it's not even like a bounce back spot because the Pistons have also been a uh, kind of a bounce back needy spot here, especially against the spread. But I'll get back to that in a second. There's no Shea Gilgis Alexander for the Thunder tonight. If he was back, this would be a different story. He is their lifeblood on offense, if you will, and he is not going to be there tonight. Eight-game losing streak for the Thunder. Three-game ATS losing streak. I mentioned that 73-point loss to the uh, Grizzlies. Believe it or not, that was a failed cover there for the Thunder. That was not a plus 75-point spread. They did fail to cover that one, if you were unaware there, partner. Those other two failed covers, the Houston Rockets, my friends, straight-up losses to the the Rockets and two failed covers. People were saying, hey, look at these Rockets stringing some wins together. No, they just played the dumpster fire that is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Credit to the Rockets, though. They are playing a little bit better right now. Nonetheless... Uh The Pistons partner, 9-2, last 11 following a straight-up loss, and they themselves just had a double-digit loss to the Phoenix Suns, the Red Hot Phoenix Suns. But uh, I do believe they did cover that game, actually, uh, even without Devin Booker there. But anyways, they are also on their own losing streak partner, but 5-2 ATS last 7 overall. Just overall, 5-2 ATS last 7 despite an 8-game losing streak of their own. They just finished a brutal schedule. You compare that to the Thunder's 8-game losing streak. The Thunder were losing to some bad teams. This Pistons team just had a brutal road stretch where they were playing some of the best teams in the damn league. But like I said, 5-2 ATS. Now they've got a nice handful of days of rest heading back to the D in Detroit, and I do believe they're going to take care of business. If this was partner plus two, plus three for the Thunder after this massacre that they faced, like you, I think I would also be a little concerned about this spread. But at minus five with a rough team like the Pistons, that's telling me that the Pistons are going to hammer things down tonight. 
Last trend for me, partner. Uh, like you always say, if you don't believe me, believe this type of trend here, my friend. The Thunder 0-4 ATS last four meetings between these two teams and 2-5 ATS last seven in Detroit. Don't buy into some goofy bounce-back spot. It's a 73-point loss. It's not like they had a tough loss and, ah, oh, they're going to be hyped to bounce back. They just saw suffered the worst loss in the history of the league. It's because they're a brutally bad team, especially without SGA, and they aren't going to take care of business tonight. Give me the Pistons minus the five to hammer things down and take care of business, partner. There's an old saying in gambling, my friend. Sometimes you just got to take the line you see. And I think this is the exact situation. I think we're on the right side. Yeah, this uh, game stinks to high heaven, pal. But I think you're on the right side with the old uh, Detroit Pistons there. Shades of Cade Cunningham. Maybe he'll show up, drop a couple of buckets. Maybe it's the night the TTL crew backs him and he just knocks down a triple dub for 70 fucking points. Who knows? Maybe Hell this yeah. is maybe this is Cade Cunningham breakout. Let me put that out into the world for my partners. You're calling a 70 point 70 burger there? Why not? Okay. Why hey, not? Hey. 70 burger trip dub in, out, and in the world. <laughs> Maybe not all the way there, but I guarantee you it's fucking close. <laughs> Partner's first best bet of the day. The Detroit Motor City Madmen Pistons. Minus five and a half on the spread. Partner, please be so kind. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Oh, fuck. Right. Grooving. Ha, ha, ha. There you go. Gotcha. Got myself. Uh, you got yourself, yeah. Uh, <laughs> switching to the NFL game tonight, the moment we've all been waiting for. The massive AFC matchup, AFC East matchup, Pats and Bills. Partner, you and I caught this at a slightly different number. I uh, ended up taking a little bit of chalk on with this one. Uh, but as far as the spread, I took Patriots plus three. And if uh, you know you want to reveal yours, you caught them at plus two and a half. I do like it there. Correct. I just uh, I caught them at a certain spot. I didn't actually like sell any or uh, yeah, I didn't buy any points. Didn't sell any points. I caught it. I saw this morning minus one twenty plus three. I like the insurance with a game that I think is going to be close and scrappy. But I do still like that plus two and a half because I think it could be a one and two, one or two point game if you ask me. Yeah. If I'm being totally honest. And beyond that, I do like the under 41. I'll start there, and I'll kind of combine it all because they do kind of uh, go hand-in-hand hand as far as my analysis here. It's going to be a windy, windy night in Buffalo, my friends. Over 25-mile-per-hour winds are in the forecast. Mm -hmm. And since 2003, shout-out to John Ewan and MGM. Got this stat from him. Since nice. 2003, winds of 25-plus. The under has gone 12-3 and three since 2003. Nice. I'm going to buy into that. It has dropped from 44.5 to 41, as we currently see it. And I think it's going to be a grindy, scrappy, tough-to-throw-the-ball-anywhere type of game, partner. And I do believe that lends into both of these plays, the Pats plus three and the under 41. Pats defense, we have all we all know it. Their defense has been incredible. Bills defense bounced back last week and had a nice six-point outing against the old New Orleans Saints. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the Saints mm -hmm. have been sketchy, mm -hmm. but a six-point outing against anybody in the league is a very, very nice outing. I think both defenses are going to be a uh, factor in this one, and the run games and run defenses are going to come into play, partner. Both run defenses not beaten to you know, both both defenses aren't uh, exactly top 10 in the league, but they're not bad by any means. And neither of these rush offenses are good enough to dominate a game like this, in my opinion, uh, when you know exactly what's coming, uh, especially with these wins where it's going to be tough to pass. So I think this is a 17 to 14. I think the Patriots get this one, uh, one done outright, first of all. 
Uh, like I said, 17-14 max is kind of my prediction here. I don't know that anyone breaks 17 points. And like I said already, I, I think it could be a 17-16 nasty type game. And whoever wins, we get this cover. So give me the Pats plus three and the under 41 for my last second and third best bets of the day, partner. I uh, will segue right away into uh, Pats plus two and a half. Uh, just kind of wrap everything up on that because we are definitely lining up on that. I know you mentioned it. A um, couple of things that I think, and one thing that you said that I'm actually really interested in seeing is this Bills defense. I think the Pats find a little bit more success against them than people are leading on to believe. And that's just because of that Saints team last week. I mean, Taysom Hill, um, let's be honest, Mark Ingram, uh, Marquez Callaway is wide receiver one, was slated to be wide receiver three this year. You know, there's there's a lot of things that Saints team is not doing right at all right now on all types of sides of the ball, all three phases of the game, everything in between. So I don't know that I buy the six points necessarily that much because they're not a very high-powered offensive team. Sure. And right now, damn boy, the Pats are looking good. They are looking good, good, good. And this is where Belichick makes his money. He doesn't give a shit about September, October, fuck even November. We're in December now. This is Bill Belichick time, Papa, and he is ready to rock and roll. They are 6-0 and straight up in their last six and 6-0 and ATS their last six compared to Buffalo. 3-3 three and three straight up, 2-3-1 and one ATS last six overall. So Buffalo just a little too inconsistent to cover that number for me. And again, much like you, my friend, I think that the Pats get this done outright, but I like the two and a half point backing just in case some nonsense happens. Buffalo walks it off at the end. Something wild like yesterday between Baltimore or yeah, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. We saw it yesterday. Something wild might happen like that. It's, it's not an exactly similar matchup but kind of two similar teams for sure in the AFC East that's actually another thing this is the Pats opportunity to get a two-game lead in the AFC East if you don't believe Bill 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 Belichick <laughs> Bill Belichick is going to be ready to do that you're out of your damn gourd my friends uh, a couple other keys it's really going to come down to New England's defense the Pats are the only team in the league that are allowing less points per game than Buffalo is right now New England is 15 point 15.8 points per game allowed Buffalo 16 and a half points per game allowed so very close but New England is number one in the league Buffalo number two in the league I also think that because they lead the league with 19 interceptions the Patriots force a turnover or two from old Josh Allen my friend I also think that uh, New England has been absolute monsters on the road and they stick to that trend they're 5-0 and straight up 4-1 and ATS on the road this year and I also think that new um like I said earlier the Pats offense will find success and I think that leads to them controlling time of possession here and ultimately coast into a pretty easy victory. It might get sweaty at the end. I'm not saying it won't, but I think they cover this two and a half, no problem. And like you already said, partner, I think they win it outright. It's not a case of a public dog, so I'm not too worried about that. But you don't believe me, believe the trends. New England, 13 and 6 ATS last 19, as an aforementioned puppy dog. New England's also 4 and 1 ATS last five road games, 17 and 5 ATS last 22 games on turf, and 4 and 1 ATS last five week 13 games. Buffalo's 1 3 and 1 ATS last five against an AFC opponent and New England 6 and 3 ATS last nine meetings and 4 and 1 ATS last five meetings in Buffalo. I suggest you back it with me and my partner, his final best bet of the day, my next best bet of the day, my first best bet of the day, partner, before I kick things off into the next segment of the day, anything else coming from your way? 
No, other than the fact that uh, the Bills took both of these matchups last year, uh, unprecedented, uh, you know, type of run that the Pats had been on, obviously mm. with Tom mm. Brady. But you already know Bill Belichick has been uh, silencing his haters uh, all season long as far as, oh, it was always Tom. It's pretty clear that we're seeing that it's not. And I think uh, taking down the Bills and grabbing a stranglehold on the division is the uh, one of the last, uh, maybe not the final step that, but as far as regular season is concerned this year, I think this is one of the last steps as far as getting that respect all the way back in his favor. 100% and hashtag Roll Tide. Shout out Roll Damn Tide. My boy Mac looks like a star-studded veteran under center, my friend. So let's go. Keep letting him have it, Mackie. Let's cover the two and a half. Let's keep it under, though. Nice and easy. Defense makes some damn stops, too, for my partner as well. There you go. There you have it. All of our Mac's best bets of the day. 29 minutes after the top of the 10 o'clock hour, we move into the second segment of the day. My best bets of the day. Okay, well, since we already took care of my... NFL best bet of the day. No need to waste any more time there. I got three. Count them. One, two, three. College basketball plays coming your way right here now live in primetime. My friends, listen on up because here comes the first one. We're going to the matchup between the Towson Tigers and the Kent State Golden Flashes. And we're taking the Towson Tigers plus five and a half. Partner, once we get a little through here, help me out with that line movement. But I will continue on Towson. They have been sneaky good all year, my friends. They're actually a damn good team that no one really knows about. They're 5-3 and three straight up, 6-2 and two ATS so far this season, 1-1 one and one straight up, and 2-0 and oh ATS on the road. Everybody knows about Kent State, especially college football bettors that are now migrating on over to college <laughs> basketball after <laughs> Maction isn't going on anymore. What do you know about that? They're okay, 4-2 and two straight up, but 2-2 two and two ATS. How do you have that happen? Well, let me further that by saying they're 2-0 straight up and no and no ATS at home. How do you have that happen? Oh, well, maybe they're just playing some inferior opponents without spread set at home. And maybe they're just being a touch overvalued in this matchup. Because once again, nobody knows much about the Towson Tigers. But who does? Your boy, the low mid-major <laughs> king. And I'm here to tell you that the Towson defense is getting ready to smack the flashes square in the mouth. And if you don't believe me, believe some key numbers. Towson, 63.1 points per game allowed on the season. 39.8 field goal percent allowed to opponents 30.6 three-point field goal percentage allowed and they are allowing opponents per Ken Palm they are 80th ranked in opponent effective field goal percent I absolutely love their defense to show out today against the golden flashes but much like I talk about with a lot of my plays I love the hustle stats to be the deciding factor here today rebounds and turnovers Towson is going to clean up the glass left, right, and center. Per Ken Palm, they're 22nd in offensive rebounding percent, 51st in defensive rebounding percent. And no, this is not a typo for Kent State. 220th in offensive rebounding percent, 327th in defensive rebounding percent. I said the turnovers were going to matter. You're damn right they are. Towson, 66th in offensive turnover percent, 116th in defensive turnover percent. Kent State, 302nd in offensive turnover percent. I like the old Tigers to have the old flashes cough up a few here. And on defense, they're 89th. So you might say, they'll get a few of their own, but I don't think so because Towson is too clean and they value their possessions too much on the offensive side of the ball. But you don't believe me. Damn it, partner, you said it too. Believe the trends. 
Towson, 5-1 ATS, last six overall. 4-0 ATS, last four versus a team with a winning percentage above 600. Towson is also 4-1 ATS, last five as a puppy dog. You know how I bet I love the dogs to cover because Kent State, one four and one ATS last six home games. One three and one ATS last five as a home favorite. And Kent State is two and five ATS their last seven games following a straight up win. They're being overvalued. Point blank. Period. Give me the Towson Tigers plus five and a half. First best bet of the day. I like it, my man. Uh, five and a half in almost every single spot. Still. So I felt like I was minus, doing there. Yeah, up to Just, minus six on DraftKings. At plus 100 odds. Full gazy. Full gazy. Yes, me. So uh, I'm interested, my man. I do like the Towson Tigers tonight. They're a good team. Nobody knows about them. Books don't know how to value them. And I think it's some BS there. So there you go. There you have it. Second. Count it. One, two. Second. Best bet of the day. Going to the matchup. Between the New Mexico State Aggies and the New Mexico Lobos. And this one honestly jumped off the screen at me, my friends. Uh, this line opened up at two and a half. It's now up to four. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, partner. On some books, even higher now. Yes, no, maybe so. DraftKings four everywhere else. It looks like four and a half. Oh, so it continues to rise. Well, wouldn't you know that this three and a half to four and a half uh, so far for favorites has been really, really profitable in college basketball, especially for these mid-major teams. Who would know? I would know. Once again, you're talking to the mid-major king. You think I'm out of my mind, but I looked a little bit deeper and I said, wait a minute, these teams just played each other. Oh, wait a minute. This is New Mexico's last game. They just played the Aggies and the Aggies. Oh, wait. They've actually played a game between now and then. They shook off the loss. They're back in the right column. They're ready to rock and roll. I said, wait a minute. If New Mexico just beat the brakes off of them, 101 to 94 is 10 and a half point dogs. Why are they still an underdog? And I think the old Sharparoonies, the old Rhombuses, realized that, hey, this line's all types are wrong. We got to steam it right on back up. And I think I'd take this bad boy all the way up to six and a half, maybe even seven and a half. I'm not out of my mind. These New Mexico State Aggies are a damn good team. Six and two straight up. Four and three ATS, but they are one and oh straight up and ATS on the road. Their only two losses have been to that killer Utah State team that my partner backed a couple of days ago and this New Mexico team. I think they're primed to get their lick back here, and this New Mexico team is just being a little bit overvalued because they have not played since November the 30th. I think they come out a little rusty. You see a little court rust from these boys, and I think that they are going to kind of lay an egg, a proverbial egg here, if you will, uh, against the Aggies. But there are a couple other keys I want to tell you guys about. Uh, overall, per Ken Palm, New Mexico State is 71st in AOE, adjusted offensive efficiency, 179th in ADE, adjusted defensive efficiency. You look at... Uh, UNM. It's like, wait, what? 195th in AOE, 284th in ADE. So they're they're not even on the same wavelength. But you also look deeper into effective field goal percent. New Mexico State, 37th in expected uh, effective field goal percent, 144th in um, opponent effective field goal percent. You look at UNM, 112th in effective field goal percent, 273rd in opponent effective field goal percent. Is it effective or expected, partner? expected or effective you know i was just realizing uh i think that actually i think they have their own stats but effective is Is it effective uh, yeah it's effective is is like weighted with all yeah so 273rd in opponent effective field goal percent 
Uh, not good at all going up against New Mexico State's 37th ranked on the offensive side of the ball. One other thing I really think here comes down to hustle stats once again, and it's the rebounding category here, my friends. New Mexico State, 203rd uh, on the offensive glass per Ken Palm, 131st on the defensive glass. You say, oh, well, that ain't very good. Well, New Mexico, or yeah, just straight up New Mexico's even worse, 259th on the offensive glass per Ken Palm, 345th. You don't believe me on all those key things I found? Believe the trends. Uh, this is really the wrong line. I think you need to fade the Lobos. And the real key trends here are um, New Mexico 9-23-1 ATS last 33 following a straight-up win. They're also 3-9-1 ATS last 13 home games. There's a reason they're a dog. They're 1-7 ATS their last eight as a home dog. 0-5 ATS last five games versus a team with a winning road record. And 1-4 ATS last five after scoring 90-plus in their previous game. Can you spell letdown? Because I sure can. And I think you should buy into that and take the New Mexico State Aggies. Minus four, minus four and a half is just fine too. Whatever book you're finding it at. I like it, my man. Keep it rocking and rolling. Oh, okay. yeah. Looks like four, four and a half all, uh, everywhere I'm seeing. I love it. All right. Third best bet of the day. Uh, we're sticking. We're actually sticking mid-major here deep today, boys. Because that is uh, that's kind of what, what this slate is here today. There's a lot of mid-major, a lot of uh, teams that need to uh, get, play each other, get some stuff off the uh, chest. Yeah, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that Illinois-Iowa game is the only non-mid-major game on the entire slate. And we can't, uh, uh, Florida's in action, but they're playing Texas Southern. So that's the only other uh. one it looks like. Well, aren't you glad you know about the mid-major king and you don't have to go to every other um, media outlet and try and have them force you into some bullshit play <laughs> today and you just know the right size to take? All right, here we go. Third, final, best college basketball bet of the day. Going to the match between the San Jose State Spartans and the Pepperdine Waves. And boy, oh boy, we've said it a few times here now on this show uh, about various other teams, but uh, the Pepperdine Waves are bad, and I'm taking the San Jose State Spartans plus three and a half. This was actually at, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was at four and a half last night. I think maybe opened up on some books at five. Some books were comfortable with that, having the Waves lay five at home. It's now down to three and a half. Might even be down to two and a half on some books. Back up to four and a half. Back up to four and a half. Okay, well, there you go. There you have it. I'm fine with that movement. I honestly do not think that uh, Pepperdine should even be favored in any capacity at home. I, I view it much like the Idaho State game last week, uh, much like the game where we cashed Howard. This Fugazi back moving up, up the line, and Cornell as well, moving back up uh, in the wrong direction. It's just, it makes no sense. I think it's just because San Jose did, uh, San Jose State did kind of spin the wheels to start the season, but they're honestly back on the right track. They are four and three straight up, so they did lose a couple of games outright, but they're six and one ATS overall. Now, they're 0 and three straight up on the road, two and one ATS on the road. Who are their road opponents? Well, I didn't look deep into one of them because I think it was Cal Baptist, but the other two were Texas and Stanford, and they still hung in it with those two teams. So I think they are going to give Pepperdine more than they can possibly handle. Pepperdine actually uh, just gave us a winning ticket uh, when we took UCSB against them. Pepperdine came out looking decent, and then they just fell apart at the seams. I don't think it matters if they play at home, they play away. Wherever you have an opportunity to find the waves, you don't need to back them. They're 2-8 and eight straight up, 4-6 and six ATS. They're absolutely terrible you may say oh they're three and one ats at home they must have a solid home court advantage nope that was them being a dog they're one and one ats at home as a favorite um and i really just don't think that uh, this is the time you need to back pepperdine and 
like I said, we've uh, said it a couple of uh, the other teams here, but San Jose State may not be spectacular, but Pepperdine is awful. So there ain't no way I'm backing Pepperdine at any number favored, any spot at all. I don't even feel comfortable backing them as a dog. But you don't believe me, believe a couple of key things. Um, effective field goal percent is one key thing that I found here. San Jose State, 70th in effective field goal percent on offense, 162nd in opponent effective field goal percent. Look at Pepperdine, 269th on the offensive side of the ball, 275th defensive side of the ball, exact same stats. I think we continue to see some progression here from San Jose State, and we actually see a little regression from Pepperdine. The three ball is actually going to loom pretty large here too. San Jose State shoots 41.1 from behind the arc, only allows opponents to shoot 29.6%. Pepperdine from behind the arc shoots 32.6% and allows opponents to shoot 33.3%. Again, I think we see progression from the Spartans and regression from the Waves. The Waves are incredibly overvalued in this spot. There's no way you should back them at any number that has a minus in front of it. But you don't believe me? Believe the trends to close out my card of the day. San Jose State, 6-1 ATS last seven overall. 4-1 ATS last five as a dog. 5-1 ATS last six following a straight-up win. And 4-2 ATS last six Monday games. You didn't think I'd leave one of those out, did you? Are you kidding me? Pepperdine, 2-4 ATS last six overall. 2-9 ATS last 11 December games. And the Spartans in the last six meetings with the Waves hold a 4-2 record against the number. Give me the San Jose State Spartans plus 3.5. Close out my card. I like it, my man. Yeah, I, I don't have too much to add here. I cannot imagine any scenario in which Pepperdine deserves to be favored. I just don't get it. I think people are, uh, it looks like 66% of bets and money are coming in on Pepperdine. But good, just good. Think Let it, it flow in. Good. Yeah, and I just think it's because of your what money they away. were last year, and that's uh, nowhere exactly. near what they are now. It's exactly what it's because of, and uh, appreciate you adding that little cherry on top of my of uh, proverbial pick Sunday there, pal. Um, outside of that, I got nothing left. I know you got nothing left. We'll dish out the special play here, and then we'll recap everything. Quick reminder, uh, free plug for uh, all of our best bets where you can find them real quick, fast, and in a hurry. If you have the Action Network app, you can follow me at cash underscore with underscore Colt. You can follow Riley at rmags in all caps, and you can follow every best bet from The Daily Show at Talking The Line. If you don't have the Action app, maybe you have the Chalkboard HQ app. You can find all of our best bets and jump on our board, Talking The Line. I know that's super hard to figure out. Also, hop in one of our channels, whatever you like, college football, college basketball, NFL, hockey, whatever. Any Maybe you had a bad day and you just got dragged through the mud with nothing but bad beats. Come on in and bitch about it. We're, sometimes we'll just be a shoulder to lean on, whatever you need. Download the Chalkboard HQ app on the App Store or Google Play. See, hey, I'm getting better here, Mags, and follow them on Twitter at chalkboard hq now you ain't got one of them their fancy phones that's got your mm. intraweb on it uh that you can download one of them their applications onto well i know you got the old doggone internet in some form or fashion so go up on yonder to that browser type in talking the line and you will find everything ttl sports media but most importantly all of our best bets on the today's best bets tab how about that shit you can actually bet our bets our best bets of the day right from our website or you can scroll through some live lines and odds hammer those bad boys in too partner anything i missed need to deliver there oh no uh if you're wondering why i'm smirking like that it was uh, a little matt naggy update coming through my uh through my phone but nothing crazy i, I just uh felt like it is bear packer week i gotta why, you know why don't you just go on ahead and uh who's who the who the hell is playing quarterback on sunday night dude 
Stop. Still working through it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm. That was a legit no, question. No, no, I'm no. I know. I, 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 I know. I know. I don't want to cry yet. We, we still have some some serious viewers, like some serious gamblers. Sorry. And I, I, I'm liable to have a come apart, bub. So let's just save it for the eleven o'clock hour. Let's get through the special play here. Out. And 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 hey, yeah, I, I I'm not ignorant to the fact that we may or may not, and we I refer to as the Bears play the Cheeseheads in Cheeseheadland this upcoming Sunday. I may or may not realize that. So I digress. We'll save it for the second half of the show, pal. Please. Third segment of the day. Special play of the day. The I'm feeling fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs Monday Madness special play parlay of the day. Partner, could you be so kind as to indulge the folks out there as to what the three NBA legs are on the Monday Madness Parlay out of the five in total. All so, right. First leg. Uh-huh. The Memphis Grizzlies plus uh-huh. four and a half or five, wherever you're seeing it at. I believe we ended up locking in at five. That's a mistake on my part. Grizzlies plus the five. No Bam Adebayo tonight. Still no John Morant, but the Grizzlies are still taking care of business, and they can put up uh, some points. Heat kind of spinning the wheels still a little bit. We don't think uh, we think that's a few too many points here. Grizzlies might get this one done outright. Hornets. Uh, I don't know if this is in Philly or not. I do believe it is in Philly. Uh, Hornets Sixers. Uh, no, this is in Charlotte. Hornets plus seven. It is down to six and a half, I believe. Still take it. Go ahead. Three things. Hornets hooping at home. Actually, four. Hornets hooping at home. Continue, please. Depends where you're seeing it, but uh, you can still catch it at seven in certain spots. Yes, sir. Third leg of the NBA parlay. Love this one quite a bit. Don't know about the uh, spread movement, but we are taking the Minnesota Timberwolves on the money line. Getting just a tad bit chalky. It is right around two and a half, three. If I'm playing that one straight, I do. uh, Gun to my head, I'm taking the Wolves, but... For the parlay, taking the money line. Hawks, been real sketchy on the road. And uh, we like the money line because these Timberwolves games have been sweaty as all hell. And uh, we need that money line at home. Taking care of business enough at home to get this one done. Partner, pass me the rock, in, bro. Take it. Pass me the rock, bro. the rock. There it Thanks. is. Thanks. Got it. Appreciate it. I will go to the amateur hardwood. And I will continue to have my crown firmly affixed upon my noggin with my one of my low mid-major darlings, actually a solid mid-major darling, and one that, uh, hey, uh, kind of uh, smacked me in the mouth because I gave them a little shade on this here podcast, so I won't do it anymore. We're taking the Mercer Bears plus two. They opened up right around four and a half, five. Some books, they are steaming down back to uh, their back up now. Where are we going? Where are we moving? What are we looking uh, looks like two and a half, three. Two and a half, like three. Right oh, that ain't. I ain't worried. I was thinking you was thinking back to four and a half, five. Two oh, no, and a half, sorry. three. I ain't worried about that whatsoever. We're still good at the two. I think they might even get this one outright once again, like they did against the Georgia State Panthers on Saturday. However, we just need them to at least keep it within two points. That being said, partner, lace up the skates, throw on the old helmet, and grab the old stick, because partner, I think we are damn hockey sharps. One is a coincidence, two we're on to something, three's a motherfucking trend, and my friends, we are going to the matchup between the Anaheim Dukes and the Washington Capitals, and we are hammering in the Dukes, plus one and a half, my friends, I know you're probably wondering what hell fucking team is that, is it the Washington, not, no, 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 it's not, it's the Anaheim Ducks, okay, goodness gracious, plus one and a half, I actually looked last night, minus 130, partner, 
We hammered it in right around minus 142, 144. I would not be surprised to see this bad boy close around minus 150, 155, 158 even in some spots. I think this is the trend. I think this is the side you want to see. So we said, okay, we'll put it to the test. Stick it on the doggone parlay. Five legs on that bad boy once again. The Hornets plus seven and a half. The Memphis Grizzlies plus five. The Minnesota Timberwolves money line. The Mercer Bears plus two. And the Anaheim Ducks plus one and a half for grand total odds of 1,842. Love it. It's beautiful. I love it. It's We're beautiful. We're hockey sharps, baby. We're hockey fucking sharps. Can't wait for a uh, two for Tuesday parlay with at least one hockey leg because we are just way too hot to even avoid the damn skates, man. I am I love juiced it. for this I love one. it. I love it more uh, more than gambling itself right now, uh, the streak we are on <laughs> on the NHL ice. It will continue. Let's keep it moving. But before we can, my friends, hold on. We need your help. Soldier, get out your best ammunition and get ready to lock and load and dive deep in the trenches with the daily battle with the books, with the TTL crew. I know I said with a lot of times, I wish it would have hit a little harder, but get in the trenches and let's bankrupt some damn books, my friends. Rip out those sports books. Rip out your paper and your pens, maybe your pencils if you're an accident-prone fella like me and Mags. Either way... However you take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day, please acquire that in your possession at this time because it is now the time of the show where we recap all of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for the given day. So without further ado, please let me change the ticker so now you know it's the TTL Crew's best bets of the day recap. And please open your eyes wide or maybe your ear holes as well if you're listening to the show for today's recap. Monday's best bets. December 6th, 2021, are now live on your screen. Please, kindly, holy shit, how do we change it? Let me go over this direction. This will be okay. No problem. We're ready to rock and roll. Please, turn your attention right next to my noggin. You'll see our mags picks of the day. Top left portion of your screen. He's got two coming at you. He's taking the Detroit Pistons up against the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's laying the chalk with the Pistons at home. Minus five he's also got the monday night football matchup covered he's going to the total taking the under 41 and he also caught the pats at plus three you might see on the opposite side of the screen far right side of the screen you might see the pats plus two on two and a half actually on my side i love that as well we're lining up there and then i got three college basketball plays coming at you towson tigers plus five and a half new mexico state minus four and the san jose state spartans plus three and a half as always wherever you're finding those lines at is just fine with us we're cool with a line or a point to a point and a half movement if you go right next to mags old noggin you'll see the monday 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 madness parlay the five legs on that bad boy here now live in prime time paying out at over 18 to 1 odds the Mercer Bears plus two, the Memphis Grizzlies plus five, the Charlotte Hornets plus seven and a half, the Minnesota Timberwolves money line, and the Anaheim Ducks plus one and a half. Please, let's get all one, two, three, four, five, six, seven best bets of the day coming from me and the guy below me to the pay window. But before we can, we need you 
to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you hammer today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cashing in whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Cool. I love it. I love it so much. A little bit of a different feel, a little bit of a different look over here. What do you know? What do you feel? I love it too. You know why I've uh, why I'm uh, feeling good about my NBA pick because for mm. whatever um, head scratching reason they've got a handful of uh, decent games on today's NBA slate. Uh, there's yep. only one in prime time uh, or at least on national television. No, it's not the LA Clippers and the Portland Blazers. No, it's not the Nuggets and Bulls. Would have been a solid game to put on or the Grizzlies and Heat. It is the Pistons and the Thunder on NBA TV, my man. Okay. If you need a little uh, action for the uh, ugly game that's going to be on primetime television, come on over and uh, take the old Detroit Pistons. And sweat it with uh, buddy guy below me there. What do you know about that? Pistons and the Thunder in primetime. All right, without further ado, they are gone. But you saw on the screen, money line dice roll of the day. We told you at the top of the show, we're going to the ho- the ice. Well, actually, we're not going to the ice. We're already off the ice. We dished out our pick. Now the Moneyline Dice are lacing up their skates, and they're getting ready to dish out a couple of best bets coming from the matchup between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Seattle Sea Crack Krakens. Partner, if you could be so kind as to indulge me, because I haven't looked here recently, and all the fine folks tuning in to episode number 176 of the Talking the Line podcast. Be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, follow, everything in between. Leave us a comment if you could be so kind. If you're enjoying today's show, please, partner, indulge all of us. Um, what's the line on this bad boy? Who's home team? Who's away team? What do we got as a spread? What do we got as a total? And once you do, we'll let the old dice have the floor. All righty, dice. Listen up because we've got the Penguins in the uh, old Se- Seattle Sea Kraken. Excuse me. This one is in the crack house of Seattle. Crack house. Uh, crack, the crack house. Kraken crack the house. Team. Kraken coming in at plus 110 as we currently stand right now, minus 125 or so for the Penguins. Over under is, uh, at least on FanDuel, looking like six. I wonder if uh, five and a half elsewhere. Uh, but 96% of money, it appears, is coming in on the old Pittsburgh Penguins. So a big old severe liability favorite on the road. We'll see if the dice like the old Kraken to get things done tonight. All right. I appreciate it, partner. Is uh, the total, once again, it's still at six, or has it uh, dropped down to five and a half? It is looking like six. Fanduel okay, is six. holding six everywhere. All right, let's do it. First roll of the day. Home or away, are we uh, rocking with the boys at home in the crack ass, or are we uh, saying, hey, forget that, we're going with the Penguins, we'll lay the chalk. I don't know, we don't know, but the dice do, and we all find out in three and two in one. Home team, Kraken. Seattle Kraken. The home team, Seattle Kraken. Now, uh, I hope you will notice I have changed my lighting just a touch here. So hopefully we can see all can of these. See it a little time. better there. Yeah, not too shabby, huh? Okay, so I'm blind as hell. So so that's a good thing. If I can see it a little uh, better. I know, good. I know that. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, sir. That is a definite true statement. So second roll. Of, oh, fudge, fudge, fudge! No, uh-oh, uh-oh. no. What's happening? I have dropped said money line die. Oh no! I apologize. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Hold on. 
Hold Might on. have to go back. This has happened before, but I don't remember if uh, that was a uh, okay. the wheels fell off and the dice lost, or if they ended up uh, overcoming the adversity oh, and still shit. cashing tickets. Anyways, we might have to take oh, a look shit. back a week or two back. Ah oh, shit! I knew oh, I shouldn't geez. have had that popcorn. I knew I shouldn't have had that popcorn, dude. <laughs> the old butterfingers. Do you remember? We got to look back. That has happened <sighs> once before, but I can't remember if it ended up being a good Kinda. day for the dice after that or a bad one. I think it was a good day, so we'll just chalk it up as it was a good day. That's what I'm (laughs) going to fucking say. So I didn't even have to use my AK. I can't believe it was a good or I got to say it was a good day. All right. It's got to be a good day. Moneyline or ATS, we find out in three, in two for the Kraken in one. Moneyline. Moneyline. 105. The, The patented Moneyline die. Let me see. Is this how is this how they do it? I don't know. I'm not a fucking. I'm not a. I'm not one of them. You I don't know. think you needed to do that. It didn't make a difference. I know. I don't. I don't know how they fucking do it. I'm not one of them makeup artist gal the Instagram. You know. You know how they do that shit with their fucking they hands don't. behind the shit. You ain't never seen that. <laughs> no, that's how it fucking is. Either way, uh, whatever. There you fucking go. There you have it. Wild card die or the die doubling down for a triple D delight for four Ds there. How you like that or. Are they going to need to re-roll? They say, nah, nah, we were just fucking with you. Are they going to go, hey, we got two tickets for you to cash. We're going to the total. I don't know. We all find out in three and two in one. Home ATS. Doubling down on that damn money line. Let's go dice. Let's go dice. I wish it would get a little clear. That's the only thing. So you can see it home. It is for sure, though. Spoken! If you want a guaranteed take two tickets, two tickets, count them, one, two tickets to the pay window here tonight. No, no, there's going to be two tickets. Let me finish, partner. I am not saying incorrectly. Hammer in for one full unit. The Seattle Kraken, plus one and a half, unless it's absolutely chalky as all fuck. It's two, like minus 250. Okay, so never we mind. Down. <laughs> Forget it. They have doubled down. I didn't think it was that chalky. Forget it. Not two tickets, just one ticket. You never know what the hell you're going to get here at the show. Hammer in. At the crack house. The Seattle Kraken. Money line. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank, you, Thank guys. you guys very much. Hey, I, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of this year, Crack House. I will tell you that. I hey man, it's a it's a gorgeous uh, environment, dude. I I think I might need a little late night sweat here, a little 9 p.m. Central Standard Time oh. action. I'm back in the dice, dude. It, wait, what do you mean late night sweat? That's gonna be the start of the damn third quarter in the freaking Monday night football game. <laughs> we be sweating them at the same time, baby. Well, it's gonna end at like midnight. So hey. I mean, I, uh, yeah, I don't. Wait, hockey game. I don't know. Hockey game are three hours long. Are they three hours long? Shit, I don't know. Either way, all I know, it's going to be a late night of fucking gambling, rambling, slambling. I might be staying up a fucking late night for a reason, but I'm not one of those guys that likes to say why that reason is, even though you know that reason. It's just like, (laughs) fuck it, that's fucking stupid. Like, I I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not one of the, oh my gosh, it's my such and such week. And I think you can finally figure out what the fuck it is from there, but I just, I don't do that, you know? I just, hey, it's another day on the fucking map. Maybe you'll find out what the fuck we're talking about tomorrow. I ain't saying shit. My lips are sealed.
and I'll fucking mute, don't say mute, I'll mute your ass if you say anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I haven't said anything. I'll let you, it's, uh, your, uh, it's your uh, weed, yeah, my uh-huh. friend. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Uh, so outside of that, uh, yeah, I'm a World War II historian on the side. I yeah. uh, every December seventh, I do a full um, presentation on the um, the bombing of the Pearl Harbor. You a big reenactment guy? Correct. Correct. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. For sure. That's yeah. I fly to Honolulu. I'm gonna be away for a little while. Okay. Uh, all that being said, there you go. There you have it. The Seattle Sea Crack money line for today's best bets of the day. Sea Crack and let's go. Okay, my friend. Right at the eleven o'clock hour, as per usual, we got about another half hour of bullshitting to get to here, my friend. So uh, you know, fifteen minutes, half hour. Who knows? We always say take the over. So without further ado. Second half of the show is now underway, and we kick things off as per usual. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 176 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful Monday of bets, also known as December the 6th of 2021. My man, I've got nothing crazy. Let's just recap what was this past weekend of football for the most part. I'll drop some uh, breaking news down for Mm -hmm. us. Uh, Miami football fires coach Manny Diaz after three seasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's expected that Oregon's Mario Cristobal is going to be filling that damn role. Flying, uh, switching across the country from Oregon to Miami for Mario Cristobal. Uh, I mentioned Matt Nagy. Sounds like a uh, little bit of a hand issue for Andy Dalton over there, my friend. And uh, reiterates, yeah, that it's more just like he tolerance. ran, more like he ran out of his Vagisil <laughs> prescription. Give me a fucking break. I'm so tired of this damn team, dude. Please continue. Uh, reiterates that it's a pain tolerance issue for uh, Mr. Justin Fields over there. Uh, medically, we're just not going to put him at risk. Medically, never. Um, glad he cares since he's going to be there for so long. Matt Nagy, sure. that is. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a good start. Somewhere <laughs> to start at least. Yeah. Uh, Tyrod Taylor uh, believed to have suffered possible torn ligaments in his left wrist. Hate to oh, see it. Hasn't Ty been ruled Rod out for next covers. week. Hasn't been ruled out. Uh, but tests are ongoing and puts his availability in doubt. Back to potential uh, Davy Mills time in Houston. That is not, uh, not oh, Daddy Long Nick by any means. So that's all all I got here, man. I'm uh, I got interested. One. Go ahead. I got one for you. Uh, old DC of the Clemson Tigers, uh, Brent Venables. Looks ah, like he's yeah. going to be the new head coach of uh, the fan. Oklahoma Sooners. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of Venables. I think that's a hell of a hire by the uh, yeah. Sooners. Hey, Boomer Nation, I, I think you guys are going to be back in contention. Don't worry about it. Uh, I guess while we're kind of also on the college, thanks for the update there, partner, while we're on the college football track, Latest college football rankings came out. The college football playoff is set, my friend. We have... Oh, I should have wore it on today's oh, show. Geez. I just didn't. Roll damn tide, baby. We're back at number one. And honestly, I had a couple of guys bitching to me like, how the fuck did you get? How, how did you guys get number one? And you know, honestly, I chalk it up to the fact that we absolutely torched the number one defense yeah. in the nation. And if we wouldn't have made the Bulldogs look absolutely stupid, it'd be a lot different conversation uh, for sure. I think... I think it's going to be a game against Cincinnati. I really do. Call me crazy, but I, I think it's going to end up being somewhat of a game. I, j- okay. I just there's something with that Bearcats team, and especially okay. what's going on. I think it'll be a game. Alabama. They're going to pull all the stops. They're going to pull. And then up. Yeah. you know what I'm very interested to see too, and I want to get your point on this or your take on this, partner. 
what the hell are the Wolverines going to do to that Georgia defense? I, I They're not... Well, then again, I could have said it about Alabama a couple weeks ago and everybody in the fucking media was, but the Wolverines just don't feel that powerful. They just don't right. feel that powerful. Is that going to be like a 10-7 last one to get it within their 20 kicks a field goal and wins it type game? Like, I don't know how to call that Georgia-Michigan game, man. I don't either. I really don't yet. Uh, I was trying to look for a line, but I wasn't... Uh quite seen it i know they had been released I, everyone well what bothers me man you just mentioned it of course alabama should be number one they just destroyed the number one team in the land that had been the unanimous killed them and, and now killed all of a sudden him. people are oh it was never georgia maybe in this game maybe it wasn't ever georgia but talking shit about georgia do they have They've a signature, signature win sure but when you're putting up scores like 37 zip on the at the time number eight team in arkansas and absolutely belittling Tennessee and all these other teams it's like that's not a just a, a fly-by win they absolutely embarrass these teams in the SEC and in what so you think Michigan's better than Georgia and Alabama fuck no Georgia I think Georgia's uh, I don't want to disrespect Michigan too much because maybe they'll make it a scrappy game I think Georgia's gonna dog walk Michigan I really do I don't know about the spread but I really think they do, and I think their defense is going to be pissed off, bounce back against a an offense that's been working the last few weeks but hasn't played an SEC defense. I can tell you that much. That Iowa defense, <laughs> I kind of mentioned it as far as, sure, the Iowa defense is still good, but they've come back down to earth. You remember when Iowa was ranked number two in the freaking country, my friend? Yeah, what, about uh, no, two years that ago? Was, like, uh, when was that? <laughs> yeah, a few months ago. It was a mistake, my friends. So... I, I don't understand the uh, the Georgia hate. People are actually talking about they should drop out of the rankings. Like, are you are you delusional? Do we, do we forget what we've seen all season long? And it's Alabama. It's Alabama. Alabama has been destroying teams. They've kind of just been – they kind of just coasted through the regular season, man. And, uh, you know, kind of what Nick Saban said as far as they're just kids. They, just, they go to school the same as any other 20-year-old Listen, kid. Listen, I – listen, I – Exactly, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm tired of the bullshit. And – the the rat poison that you put out into the media space about us was usually that rat poison you put out is fatal and this week it was yummy straight from the mouth of the legendary Nick Saban uh roll damn tide baby here yeah. we go I think we're gonna get another crystal football well not I guess it ain't the it's the fucking big trophy now. But either way, yeah. I think we're getting another I, one uh, as a at this point. It's just got to be a little uh, a coffee table piece just in the fucking yeah. Saban household. <laughs> just let me. Oh, it's eh, oh my gosh, is it no? That that's just number fifty two over there. Don't mind I it mean, if you knock it off. Fuck it. <laughs> if they if they did this one with a a team that wasn't really unanimous number one, and they especially if they beat a unanimous a Georgia team that had been number one, this one might mean as much as any of them. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Georgia coming in minus nine already against uh, Michigan. I feel you like people are just funny? gonna be pouring money into Michigan. Go ahead. You know what's funny? There's one book. Uh, it's really interesting, and I oh, think I saw this. if you can get and I it's because I retweeted it. it was from David okay. Payne Purdom. Um, let me go back to it. I'll find it here real quick. Um, so yeah, David, oh, fucking shit, I thought I did at least, um, uh, maybe it was from... I mean, I think I remember it if you just want me to say Hold on, I, do you remember it? I mean, I don't... 
it was kind I, of. I, every single book's got it at minus nine. I believe it opened at minus seven and a half. And the only one that's stuck there is uh, the old Circus Sports, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I can't find it. I thought I retweeted it. Maybe, uh, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I thought I did, but uh, maybe it went away. Either way, thank you. Uh, yeah, Circus Sports is at seven and a half. So pretty interesting. You got the old Circus Sports app. Download that bad boy if not. And uh, shout out Circus Sports and. Uh, get you a good line because I think uh, with the entire rest of the market being at nine, I don't think they're going to adjust down no. to seven and a half. I think Circa's going to have to readjust their line. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, college football playoff set. What do you got over there, partner? Closing thought. I didn't realize uh, with all the NFL and, uh, you know, obviously the big college, excuse me, big college football news, I didn't realize uh, it looks like they set a lot of the other bowl game slates either. Did you yeah, see for the most part, Yeah, for the most yeah, part, I everything is uh, ready to rock and roll. We uh, we shouted out the old stool earlier on in the show. Um, they are set the Arizona Barstool Bowl. That's going to be uh, the Central Michigan Chippewas against the Boise State Broncos. Yep. I'm not uh, entirely upset about that whatsoever. Boise State minus nine and a half. Fuck that. Give me the chips plus nine and a half. I'll, every single day and five times on Sunday, I'll take the chips. Give me the chips. Um, were you? Were they released on action as far as you know so far? Or uh, I just pulled up FanDuel. I was looking for those uh, semi slates and then now i'm looking through all these other games because i somehow i it, i did not see these at all lsu kansas state i uh, wow. love that matchup lsu minus two and a half utah and ohio state i believe that is for the rose bowl ohio state minus six and a half i did hear that one kentucky and iowa uh kentucky minus two and a half oh um, mags ull against marshall marshall getting six in the game Getting six okay. against the raging fucking okay. Cajuns. Give me all of the thundering herd. I don't know what that is. Um, UTSA against SDSU. SDSU mm. getting two and a half. Okay. That's interesting. What do you got for Notre Dame? Notre Dame minus three against Oklahoma State. That should be a hell of a game. I believe that's New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, give me Oklahoma Arkansas. State. Uh, maybe really? not. I'm maybe. Going, I might go Notre Maybe give Dame, me ND one for the Gipper, man. Dude, yeah, that, the whole actually, I'm definitely going Notre Dame. I might shit. scoop that up soon because— Because it's not uh, It's not really a transition period. Like, he's fucking HC exactly. now. Exactly. They're going to be juiced up. They fucking love that, dude. Fucking hold it. Green Nation loves that. I can't— You know, let me give the fucking man some respect here. What the fuck— uh, oh, keep talking. Uh, Freeman? Yeah, is it Freeman? I think so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I might take Notre Dame right now because I think that's going to move up. Uh, because so part of... Part of betting on these bowl games is Marcus trying to figure Freeman, out. Okay. Yeah, Marcus Freeman. Part of big, betting on these bowl games is trying to figure out which of these two, if either, are going to show up wanting to actually win this game. And if any team in the entire bowl game slate, uh, aside from the playoff games, obviously is going to show up looking to win, I think it's going to be Notre Dame. Man. Houston against Auburn. Houston getting three. Still 21st ranked okay. in the nation. Uh, Boston College. Boston College ECU ECU plus three and a half looks really really wow. really 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 man, really uh, juicy. Uh, Louisville laying man. a point and a half against Air Force. Um, Texas Tech getting nine points against Mississippi Tate. Very interesting. <laughs> there, NC State laying a point against UCLA. I would almost like taking UCLA in that spot. Uh, one little bowl win there for Chip Kelly. Segway good into twenty twenty two. Um, let's I like see. a lot of these matchups. Yeah, A and M Wake Forest. That should be a solid fucking matchup. Pitt Michigan State. I wonder if that'll end up being a game or not. Michigan State's <laughs> getting four and a half. That's Oof. that's really interesting. Um, actually, Washington State and Miami. Miami's only a fucking two and a half point favorite. That's really interesting, dude. 
See, there's another one. That's that's going to be a prime one. If, uh, if you can figure out who the hell is going to show up. We just talked about it. Miami just let go of their coach. They're going to have a new one coming in. I, I don't know if there's any type of proven action there or not. So, give me, I don't know. Washington uh, State might be a good one there. Give me Baylor against Ole Miss. Baylor, the two-point dog right now against Ole Miss. Give me Baylor 100% Ooh, to keep absolutely okay. rolling. And then give me K State plus two and a half. I, I think I think all of the juice is gone from LSU. I mean, think about it, man. Oh, they yeah. got that one tremendous fucking win. They just so happened to figure out how to make a bowl because of that. Coach O's already split. He's fucking baking somewhere on a beach in Destin. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. <laughs> all the juice is out of this team, dude. I really like the Cats plus two and a half. Really right. do. So far, what we're seeing. So, dude. Holy cow, oh, it's, it's wait, just I, eaten up. Hey. A lot of them aren't for, what, a lot of them were 12-18, 12-19, uh, 12, so it's next next weekend. I think there's um, one this upcoming weekend. I saw like 12-11. Yeah, one, this, it's the final game of the season, basically. The Army-Navy game Army is Navy game, yeah. uh, the 11th, so, hey, strap in for a nice 11-9 game or 11-8 oh, game man. somehow. Who the hell knows? Um, and then, yeah, we got to wait all the way until the 17th. So next Friday, the 17th is when shit really starts popping off. And then some it pretty much goes, boys, some fun belt boys. Getting fuck me. It pretty much it. goes, um, 18th. Let's see. So 18th, 19th, there's no game on the Seems 19th. Like they're avoiding yeah, they skip, yeah. They skip off the 19th and then 20th is only one game. That's old dominion and Tulsa miss me with that shit. Maybe Tulsa minus nine and a half. Who knows? But then, then freaking twenty first through the twenty fifth through the twenty sixth, twenty. So yeah, they just don't do the twenty sixth. But yeah, twenty seventh. I mean, we have the next three weeks of foosball, dude. Holy smokes! Holy smokes! It don't stop. It don't stop. Yeah, that Kansas State LSU isn't until freaking January fourth. We got a while, son. We got a while. Holy cow! Oh, excuse me. Okay, um. Outside of that, anything else going on in college football? Uh, well, the only thing I was going to say, Joe Brady, Carolina's offensive coordinator, during the day yesterday, they get him fired. That was uh, Joe I didn't Burrow's. See that. Oh, yeah, they fired Joe Brady. Uh, I think they had a oh. buy. Yeah, they had a buy, but they, uh, I think oh, it was I like during that. the games, they canned, or at least I got the alert during the games, they canned him. Wonder if he's going to be, uh, he was like the, uh, you know, the bell of the ball after his uh, LSU stint with Joe Burrow. I'm wondering yeah. if. Uh, he finds another job in the NFL, or if he goes back somewhere, uh, maybe he goes back to LSU. That was maybe. that was only this was year two, no, or maybe two even or year one. Th- no, it was at least two. He was definitely two? there last okay. year. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think um, it was only two. I want to say it was only two, but but hey, Mister uh, Venables might need a little offensive-minded uh, counterpart there in Oklahoma. Yeah, that might be a solid spot. Something to think about. A little some some think about. Okay, that is for sure. Uh, NFL is still wild as all hell. I think I'm starting to see Can't a few today. trends here and there. Can't wait for this game tonight. New England and Buffalo. Holy shit, we talked about it with our best bets, but I cannot wait for this game. Uh, would you say this, this should... is uh, the biggest game of the year so far? Yeah, I would definitely say so. I mean... Eh. At least with divisional matchup type of circumstances. Yeah, there's just nothing so. that's really sticking up, uh, sticking in my mind right now, but it's also week 13, closing out sure. week 13, Monday Night Football. It's kind of hard to beat this spot. And thank yeah. God, I'm sorry, but thank goodness, Monday Night Manning is back this week. Dude. Is it for sure back? Oh, yes, it's 100% back. Like, I, I was watching Get Up this morning, and they had freaking commercials for it left, right, and center. Like, I don't know why they cancel it. I don't know if it's something with... 
uh, Omaha Productions or what, that they need to take some time off. I don't know, but I don't like it, and I think it needs to be every single week, and it needs to be on Thursdays, too. If you're asking my humble opinion, I think it needs to be on Thursdays, too. But who am I? What do I know? I don't uh, cut the million-dollar checks over there at the Worldwide Leader, but uh, if it was me, I'd say that should be regularly scheduled programming. Outside of that, uh, yeah, we got that game tonight. College basketball slate's not too tantalizing, mm. but uh, it'll still trip your trigger. Well, I mean, we've teased it a couple times. We can't bet on it. Would you have an opinion if we could as far as Iowa, Indiana, or Iowa, Illinois goes? I would take Illinois, I think. We've won three straight against them. I think I would take it again. I, I, I just, I think against our defense, now that we're, Kind of getting Kofi's back in. Playing that, real, real well. He's now. playing fucking good. I think he was really mad on the bench, dude. And I think now that the defense has pretty much got every piece it needs, I think that without an elite baseline presence, I think Iowa struggles. And I, I would. I know it's a fucking homer play, but I would take U of I. I, I think I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna be ice glued to that game too, regardless. Oh, yeah. Like I think that's gonna be a hell of a fucking game, dude. For sure. Yeah, I I'm can't going, wait. I mean, our fucking Bulls play tonight. It's a. It's a three TV C night. C red, me, my friend. Shout out, fucking C red. <laughs> See red, oh, baby. Yeah. Of course, you know see about red all wherever that? you can. Of see course. red wherever you absolutely <laughs> possibly can, and we get the job done. Hey, you know, now who knows? Pub two, shout out. See red, see red, see red. Of course, of course, There's of more course. red. I mean, hey, who, uh, what else red can I fucking pull out? Hey, hey, US, I, I really USB like fucking flash drive. Fucking see yeah. red, see red. I I think I'm gonna be betting on Iowa quite a bit this season, though, my man. I am a big fan of uh, what they got going on, but I think you're right as far yeah. as just a, a interesting matchup because they don't have any, obviously like last year it was Garza versus uh, Kofi, and that was like the you know the, match the of highest the season. Build. Yeah, exactly. And Get now they popcorn. obviously don't have that. They still got. Yeah. They can run though, man. They can run. They can shoot. They sure can. Uh, yeah, so loaded night of action. Nonetheless, even though the college basketball slate ain't the best in the world, we got a little bit of value on there. Uh, we got a game we can watch for sure, and U of I in Iowa. Uh, talked a little bit of college football, college basketball, um, NBA, NFL. Nothing major from the hockey, the old NHL ice. Um Outside of that, I don't think there's too much else major going on. I know we'll probably have some freaking updates as the uh, week rolls along here, but there's not – Not anything crazy other than maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know who the hell is going to be starting at um, quarterback for the Chicago Bears, but Mm. we'll see. Yeah, minor uh, minor breaking news. Titans have moved Julio Jones to the designated for return from IR list and Mm -hmm. can Mm. can get back to practicing with the team. Absolutely. Uh, that looks like that should be solid. What do you What do you think about uh, old Julio? Um, old Julio so far this year. It seems like he's kind of just stuck to the same old injury trend, and that's that's kind of yeah, what it's going to be. It's been a while since he's played, so I mean, I hate it, man, because I I've, I've always been a huge fan of him, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. He honestly, I, I, I think if I were him, I would just sit the rest of the year out and get ready for next year and try to be as healthy as he possibly can because that's the only issue that it's happened for him right now. When he's actually out there and fully healthy, he can still do it. So I don't know, man. Most definitely, most definitely. Um, something just popped into my mind here while we were kind of uh, kind of closing this out too. I'm glad uh, glad you had an opportunity to talk about that though. But one thing, um, one thing I wanted to mention too. It's kind of. Kind of a little bit, uh, a little more heavy-hearted, I suppose. Uh, shout out first and foremost, Detroit Lions getting their first win uh, in the in the at books, baby. Shout out, yeah. Uh, sorry at uh, your expense, but um, for uh, more important, um, there's a lot, a lot of stuff you don't know about the Oxford High School shooting in Michigan. Um, 
Really important. A lot of people lost, a lot of young kids lost their lives. A lot of, a lot of people lost their lives. Um, and I think it's always important uh, that we remember these people in this time. And um, people like Madison Baldwin, Tate Meyer, uh, Hannah St. Juliana, Justin Schilling, a lot of people um, that were affected by this and that uh, we need to know about. So uh, if you don't know the story of Tate Meyer, I suggest you go check him out, go look him up. Absolutely huge, absolutely crazy. And, and the fact that the Lions got the win on that day, yeah. <laughs> the day following or two days following, absolutely bananas. But um, not to spend too much time on that, uh, just kind of a uh, little bit of time. Definitely definitely honor those those people because that's... Most definitely. Fuck all Most that definitely. nonsense. Insane kind yeah. of times we're living in right now. And... Uh, I don't know. I those school shooters. It always kind of what it boils down to for me is there's always somebody to talk to, man. There's always somebody you can reach out to. There's always somebody to say something to. There's always somebody who will listen, even though it doesn't feel like it. I promise you, there is. Right. And that's all I can say in those moments is that, shit. I mean, my thoughts, my prayers, T's and P's with uh, the entire uh, community of Oxford for sure. But that's about all I got on that, Max. I don't, I don't know if you had anything on there, but that's about all I had, dude. Just wanted to make no, sure we mentioned it. that. And uh, shout out Detroit Lions for getting their first win for the entire state yeah, of Michigan seriously. and for sure for that uh, entire city of Oxford. But outside of that, um, nothing else I got here. A couple of key um, announcements, updates, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Wise Words Season 2 Episode Number 2 is live on your favorite podcast directory or on YouTube. You can just find it by going to talkintheline.com slash wise-words-podcast. You'll see every major directory. It's on there. We're recording Episode Number 3 tomorrow, so that'll be dropping uh, Wednesday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Be on the lookout for that. Make sure you just subscribe to the YouTube, hit the notification bell so you don't miss the live drop at noon. Then Cup of Joe on campus. You can join us on our YouTube channel or uh, one of our social media platforms. We do not put this out uh, via an audio podcast. It is Cup of Joe on campus every Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. We run through the entire collegiate football slate and collegiate basketball slate this weekend. It'll be a little bit of basketball, and then uh, by next week, we'll be able to run into college basketball and college football. And then uh, weekend after, I just kind of thought about this, is going to be Christmas, so maybe we will have uh, the 25th. Saturday? Yeah, the 25th is on a Saturday. Oh, Merry Christmas on a Saturday. So we'll probably, what we'll probably do, we'll have a long extended weekend, partner. We'll take the old Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. We'll take uh, the Christmas Eve, Eve, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day off. And then we'll see you guys back around at Ben on Monday. Uh, and then outside of that, stay tuned. Did pretty solid. Uh, shout out the UFC Pick blog every Saturday. Subscribe to our blogs. We will never send you spam. Only our insights, analysis, picks other blogs, whatever the hell it might be, um, cashed a good handful of plus money polys, even though you might see, how does he have a 17 and 22 record and somehow he is positive? Not all the time necessarily in UFC does it matter if you are perfect on the record, if you are positive in the units. We cash a good handful of plus money polys and hit a bad streak last week or two weeks ago when we actually had a card. And then this week here, we had a solid week, my friend. Solid, solid week. I got to go back through and see what my actual record was, but no, we went up at least uh, four units plus. So we were solid weekend for sure. Uh, Mags will be back in action with his usual weekly blog, uh, Extra Cheddar, when it comes back around for Sunday. Fuck you against my bears. Uh, you know the drill. You know the deal. He'll have that out. And then uh, maybe you'll see some additional stuff for us. Last but certainly not least, 
Once again, uh, either stop by the Talking the Line link tree in this episode's description so you can find our website, all of our social platforms, and our additional content, or just go to TalkingTheLine.com. You'll see everything there, all of our additional content, all of our shows, uh, everything in between. Anything you need to know about TTL is located there. So that's all I got, partner. Any late breaking news announcements you need to dish out before I uh, delve out some motivation minutes here, get these folks on about their day? No, sir, I've got nothing. Go ahead and wrap this baby up. Okay. Well, without further ado, last segment of the day, my friends. It is time for my Motivation Minutes. Uh, As always, as promised, we close out every week on Fridays with a John Wooden quote, and then we start every Monday with a John Wooden quote as well. So, without further ado, this week's... uh, John Wooden quote that kicks off the week, a little redundancy there for you, is one that's actually uh, really special to me. It's actually when I said it at the top of the show, it kind of made me really start following John Wooden and fall in love with some of the quotes that he had and, and his mindset and, and the way he carried himself as a man and as a coach and, and as a mentor. And uh, like I said, I've been following him since I was 12, 13, 14 years old. So it's been a long time that I've had, maybe even 10. I mean, it's been a long time that I've had some respect for him. And um, this is one of the original ones I found. And you can apply it in so many different areas, either very, very small or very, very large. And the quote of the day is, be quick, but don't hurry. Be quick, but don't hurry. And that can be in a small, mundane task like washing the dishes. And it's crazy how much you can change your mindset when you when you apply be quick but don't hurry. Let's say you're washing the dishes and even maybe you can think back to the last time you were washing the dishes or kind of cleaning them off to put them in the, uh, the dishwasher, whatever the case might be. I would almost be willing to bet any amount of money that you don't remember washing those dishes at all or probably even rinsing them off or putting them in the dishwasher. That is probably the farthest distant memory in your mind that you probably have right now and that's because... You're being quick and hurrying through it and not being well, being quick. You can be quick, but hurrying through it and rushing through it and letting your brain spin and, and wander all over the place when you can be quick, concise, to the point, and right here and right now. You'd be surprised if you've ever felt sped up in your life and really anxious and, oh, shit, time crunch, got to get this done. Holy shit, I only got 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh, I got 10 minutes left. I had 30 minutes ago, 30 seconds ago. What the fuck happened? And, and you feel like that. You will be surprised. If you just take a moment, step back, take a breath, say, okay, let me be quick. I got to be quick here, but I can't hurry. Because also, I would be willing to bet the last time that you were in that situation, hurrying, oh my gosh, fucking shit, holy shit, time, time is going, time is going, holy shit, that you were compounding mistakes in that moment. You weren't clean, you weren't crisp, you weren't precise. And where he really coined this was on the basketball court. And if you can really have a metaphor like this, and this is what really did it for me, or something to kind of have a visualization of this, and you can really apply it in your life. Think about on a basketball court, you're playing defense, and if you hurry to beat a player to a spot, let's say he's he's trying to beat you baseline, and you're trying to beat him baseline, and your only focus is hurrying to that baseline and beating him there as fast as you possibly can. Holy shit, I got to beat him to the baseline. I can't let him have baseline. I can't let him go through. That's your only focus that you forget that he's still got the opportunity to cut it back into the box. And all that time that you spent worrying about getting to the baseline and hurrying there as fast as you possibly could was for nothing because he got an easy easy layup going in the lane because you forgot that he could take it to his right hand instead of his left. 
So instead of hurrying to that baseline, be quick, be quick. Remember, be quick that that baseline is there. Be quick to it. If he starts to drive hard, be quick to it. But never forget to be quick to process the other option, the other chance that he has. To, oh, okay, here we go. Got to stay there because if you hurry too much in your brain and you focus on one single spot, you'll only think about option A and you'll forget about B, C, and D. And I promise you, there's always a B, C, and D. It may not feel like it, but there's always a B, C, and D. And you don't want to be the one that gets caught with your pants down once it gets to those additional options. So, my friends, there's so many ways. Uh, I went down a couple rabbit holes myself, but there's so many ways that you could um, go down rabbit holes yourself on, on this simple quote. Apply it in so many areas of your life, whether micro or macro, whether spiritual or physical, whether emotional or non, whatever the case might be, so short, so simple, yet so powerful and so applicable to so many areas of our lives. So I close it today, my friends, one final time with the first John Wooden quote of the week, one that is something special to me and I hope starts to be something special to you. Be quick, but don't hurry. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I love it, my man. Nailed the analogy. Nailed the freaking analogy. If uh, oh, <laughs> um, to switch it over to football, I mean, you could apply it as well to the uh, the all hurry up offense. And hurry is the wrong word to use in that one. It's uh, they should change it for your sake to the old quick up, the quick quick up it offense. up. Quick it up Quick offense, it up. you know. Hey, I love it. I absolutely love it. I love that you're locked in. I love your feedback. I love your perspective, my man. And uh, hope that did the same for you guys out there too. Hope you're spinning in your brain as we speak. But not too fast now. Don't be hurrying. Be quick, but don't hurry. All right, that officially does it. My motivation minutes of the day. Two minutes before the 30-minute mark of the top of the 11 o'clock hour. Partner, Absolutely beautiful job today on your side of the screen. Hell of a show if I do say so myself. No other announcements, update, late breaking news, or nonsense from my side of the screen. Anything from you to close out episode number 176? No, sir, other than I already mentioned it, but it is Bear Packer week, and uh, do you want me to be obnoxious all week? No, because you know what's going to happen, dude, and I wish they would fucking just flex it, because I'm not... too late. You know, we we got a real shot. You know, we got a real <laughs> fucking shot. No, we no, we got two shots, slim and none. Hey, and uh, I'm leaning more towards the, the secondary. Yeah, oh yeah, chance on the old spread. It's fucking twelve and a half points. And the know. Packers have pulled up rabbits out of their hats, left, right, and center. So I don't want to hear it, dude. I don't want to hear it, dude. It ain't gonna be great. I ain't looking forward to it. But maybe we'll just have a little bit of a get together on that day. Maybe have a little bit of additional content coming out. Who knows? Uh, the, the, the peeps have been enjoying the additional video content, getting to know uh, yours truly and yours truly too, so over there. So uh, who's to say? Who knows? Maybe we'll have who's some additional say? shit. All right, that's it. That does it for today's episode of the TTL Pod. One minute uh, before 11.30, let's send you on about your day so you can get some num-nums, get your vittles in you, get you a little bit of lunchy-lunchy here, get some plays locked in. Stretch the legs, do whatever work you got to do in the uh, the off-season here, the afternoon off-season, and then we get back into the regular season. Cash and motherfucking tickets tonight about 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 176 
of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful Monday of bets, also known as December 6, 2021, so you don't have to check your calendar for the final time. Can't tell you how much we appreciate each and every one of you for choosing to stop by, hang out, get our picks, our insights, analysis, and dive into rabbit hole after rabbit hole with me and the man to my left. We see you. We see your following, your support, everything in between from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Last but certainly not least, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have any other plans. We appreciate you, TB27. Uh, Did not even know we passed that milestone. Holy fuck, partner. We have got our first official 100 subscribers hey, on YouTube. So, hey, uh, fist up it? right there. Shout out to you. Uh, grind paying off there. First hundo, we appreciate you, each and every one of you, 100. Um, so once again, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you. Appreciate you two out there, T-Man. T-Man and C-Man back in action once again with our man on the other side, our mags. Doesn't even need a man. He's already got it. Our mags. How about that? Once again. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have any other plans whatsoever. And last but certainly not least, hey, partner, let's cash some tickets.